Yeah, alright, my flow sinister. This ain't rap music, this straight literature. Small minded nigga, all your ideas miniature. They tend to hate on you when they can't get rid of you. I ain't going nowhere, 20 year career minimum. Call hit boy for beats, ask for 10 of them. I don't follow trends, my nigga, I swing the pendulum. If the bitch bag addiction, I'm gonna give her some. Let's reflect times, I try to collect minds from complex rhymes. And by the way, shut out Tech Nine. Uh. Go and shut the fuck up, just let me talk, nigga I'm a time bomb that's waiting to go off, nigga Quite nuclear, amazing what fame could do to ya Too peculiar, although I'm truly a renaissance starter My mind divine, this should take me a lot farther Growing up, should I really have beef with my father? But why bother explaining my feelings? Try harder, but either way, they gon' paint you the villain Eight months with no phone, dog. we aiming for brilliance High level maintaining the building, nigga We making a killing Alright, my flow sinister Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting, sitting across from me, E-Man Bates. A P-O-P. <laughs> that is me, and we are back for episode 107. E-Man had some caffeine. Woo! I like it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I've, been here, I've been here for a hot minute. We've been trying to get this set up. We got like a nice rig going up. I'm really happy with what we got going on right now. I'm really happy with our guests that we have going on right yeah, now, Yeah, why don't you introduce them for us? Yeah, yeah man. All right. So uh, we have... I'm really happy to have you in the studio, by the way, man. We have Myron Watkins from the Yellow Wall Project woo, over woo, here. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, nice, man. Nice to be here. Been killing the city for a while, as well as... BB and POV alumni, one of our good friends of the show, and just friends in general, Frost is rad, decided to come in as well. <laughs> what up, <Hi>, dude? <laughs> Welcome back, bro. It's good to see you here in person. Hell yeah. I think we've had him, we had him once on the phone, didn't we? Once uh, during on the phone, early pandemic. one in person. And you guys yeah. are just taking me anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, it'd be like it's this, always right? a good time when Frost is around. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. But welcome to our show, dude. I was checking out your website and stuff beforehand, and looks like you've done quite a lot of impressive things around the city. So I really enjoyed uh, getting to check it out, and I like the layout of it and everything, how it's set up. I like that. Boom! Right there off the rip is the video. So boom, you can see like a little you know montage of all this shit that you've done and everything. So that's sweet. But um, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you started your business? Whew. So like the, when we say the business, <laughs> what do you mean exactly? Well, I mean the let's go right into your project, and then you know, kind of how you got off the ground with like, you know this what multimedia. What is the yellow wall? Yeah, let's go, let's go yeah, into there that. you let's go. Okay. <laughs> well, the yellow wall kind of started as a as a, as a way to. So people used to crop my name out. I used to shoot a lot of event photos, and they'd post my photo and then crop my name out. That's the worst, right? And so it's like, what? Well, I'm doing it. I'm not getting paid. You know, all the money in the world, and all it is is my reputation. And if you cropping my name out. It doesn't really help me to, at all, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, how do I find a way to include my name in the image without people wanting to crop it out to where it feels more of, oh, I got this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is him. Like, look, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if you got a cause painting, oh, this is a cause. You're not about to erase the X's. Yeah. You're going to keep the X's in. Yep. You know? So I started experimenting with uh, designing my name and stuff, and this just kind of wound up being a way that, it's there, and it's if it's not in there, then it's not real. Because mm-hmm. it, it was more than just a picture. It's about the experience of like being there and being with the people, and almost like a vouch, like mm-hmm. like you know, if so and so was there, then they're gonna be cool, and they're probably a good person to work with, or you can get reference from them from another person that you know that was at the yellow wall or a yellow wall person. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling, but. 
No, you're no, not. Man, no, not you're actually. actually <laughs> it's actually no, you're cool good. to hear that. That's pretty. That's pretty interesting and clever way of thinking about things. And how did you kind of? Um, I mean, how did you know that you were made to do like multimedia type stuff, photos and all that stuff? How did you know that you wanted to get into that? Man, photos kind of started. I used to always be the. Hey, Myron, take the picture. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because I'm techie in uh-huh. the first place, so I, I like learning how things work. Uh huh. You know all these cameras and stuff. Right. Um. So I, I mean, I was always taking pictures, and then. We were at this trade show, and my mom was like, you can get one thing. <laughs> you get an MP3 player or a camera. And I'm like, oh, but I want both. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, this is like, I think I had like 126 megabytes of, of memory. Mm-hmm. And I found a little Chinese joint that did video, photo, and was an MP3 player. Uh-huh. So I'd just be walking through the hallway, listening to music taking pictures of just random stuff in this really low one say 128 pixel. that's a lot back megabytes, then megabytes. <laughs> oh megabytes <laughs> still a lot back in like really right? no, yeah. yeah yeah so i'm like you know and i'm back then it was a lot weirder you know mm-hmm. like people treated you weirder for like taking pictures because there weren't as many avenues to kind of show your work yeah so and there wasn't everyone having a camera in their pocket as well so yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean so that that definitely changes things for sure um but how does that you know it's interesting because now I think about this all the time with art and how Instagram works and how it's just really not really set up for creators. You know what I mean? Like, it's definitely the easiest avenue to broadcast your shit, but it doesn't really ride for the creators. You know, it only shows your shit to a limited amount of people without right. you wanting to, you know, they want you to pay for it. So, you know, is there other avenues that you find to be better ways to display your work and get it out there? I mean, I'd say it kind of depends on what type of art you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, always, always in person, I think kind of resonates. Like, I used to fight really hard. Speaking of that, I fought really hard for a long time trying to make my work tangible mm-hmm. because I was like, I've been shooting for this many years, and what do I have that? I'm like, my one friend, he can just go paint a painting, and he has something in his house that that it's like there, and you did something. I'm like, I'm talking to her, like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just scrolling, but like scrolling is not. Doesn't feel the same. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. And it's weird. Like it's we entered such a weird space where everything is so like on the internet. Like I, I'm so foreign to all this like NFT shit that everyone's pumping now. It's like so. It's like basically like online art is basically the gist of it, I guess, or like that you can keep for yourself, but it's online. Or (laughs) so. So let's think about this, right? Think about the future, right? Mm -hmm. And you're in your virtual room. Mm -hmm. So like, let's say you log into Facebook. And, you know, it takes you to your homepage. On your homepage is, like, your room. Yeah. And then you can look around your room and see things that you purchased in this world. And you can invite your friends over, like, hey, look, I got this Frost NFT 101. Uh Uh-huh. Nobody else has this in their room anywhere. Yeah. And then you start a museum with all the art in your room and charge people a a coin fee to enter. Mm -hmm. Damn. I never thought of it like that. I never never did either, really. That kind of, like, makes things, like... (laughs) Kind of made it a little bit more simple, fly, un- un- simplified yeah. what it is. That's definitely where Frost went his head. He's like, oh, Matrix. So as far as like, like, like the yellow wall and everything like that, like what is it as far as like the marketing and promotion aspect of it? So like I, I really, I was, I was thinking a lot about everything, mm-hmm. to be honest, like uh, color theory, um, like sales, like how do I become just the idea guy? Like how do I what's the how do I keep evolving? Cause I, I doing photos for so many years, and then I would show people how to shoot. Then their pictures look like my pictures. Yep. And now I'm like in this weird like I'm happy for them, but like 
you look like my stuff. So now I gotta go, <laughs> now I gotta go break the rules and do something yep. wrong. And cause I, it was this one photographer, I can't remember his name. He uh, shoots all like celebrities on red carpets with a giant, large format camera. Uh-huh. Old technology, nothing flashy about the equipment he's using technically, but he focuses on the emotion of the person. Uh-huh. And how do you get it in 10, 20 seconds? Yeah. Cause like, let's say I got, you know, Kanye. Wes walking down the red carpet, I pull him to the side, pull him in this little tent. I got 30, 40 seconds with him, make him laugh, make him smile, make him give me a good face, and he's gone. And this guy made books doing that. And that was really, that was really inspirational to me. Yeah. Like, it's not about, like, what can I get that nobody else gets in a photo? Mm-hmm. I, that's interesting, too, that you say that, because I, I hear, we hear about it in music constantly, but I never really even thought about it, like, in the photography world of, like, people biting your style and shit like that. Because, like, people say it all the time. I remember listening to, uh, what was it, an interview with Rakim where he was talking about the first time he heard Summertime by Will Smith on the radio. He thought it was just himself. He was like, I thought that was fucking me. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) it took me, like, a couple seconds into the song to realize this isn't me. This is a man trying to be me. (laughs) So (laughs) it's just interesting. It really hit me. It was a a photo that my friend had posted on Facebook. I used to shoot in his loft. He was a painter. And then we kind of, like, exchanged each other's craft like I would show him how to shoot he'd show me how to do some art stuff and design and then somebody commented under one of his photos saying is this a Myron Watkins photo or so and so photo <laughs> I was just so that's awesome though I went to a, I was at the dispensary not too long ago a couple days ago actually and they were talking about the thing with plants and like how clones and stuff work and it's just like when a plant and then one plant is next to another plant, it kind of like feeds off of each other in a way. Totally. And it kind of like, it starts growing no matter, they could be right next to each other, they'll grow the same length and they'll kind of like feed off of each other's like energy and stuff like that. And I kind of feel like that's like how things work when you have like that partnership with people. Sure. Stuff like that. Like you kind of like bounce ideas off of people, like how you were talking with photos, how Neil and I kind of do with the podcast mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's all like, it's all like a collaborative effort in a way to kind of like hopefully get one common goal. I mean, that doesn't always happen like that necessarily, but you know, that's the best case scenario for something like that. Yeah. You know, they say the rainforest, it it all communicates like, like, Oh yeah. There's certain things that kind of start operating. You ever ever seen the movie, the happening? No, I didn't see that happening. With uh, maybe I did. Mark Wahlberg and the it was like the that movie was the worst. This is one of the worst movies of all time. It was don't get me wrong. It was a (laughs) flipping terrible movie, right? (laughs) It was not a great movie, but I do like the premise of it for the most part. Like the environment is making people kill themselves pretty much because you're not taking care of the environment. It's a. Have you ever seen the honest movie trailers? You guys remember yeah, those yeah, at all? Yeah. They were on YouTube where the guy was just basically like doing a trailer, making fun of whatever the fucking movie he's talking about. There was one of those for the happening, <laughs> and one of the things in there he says I always remembered was he was like Mark Mark Wahlberg delivers a Donnie Wahlberg level performance in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, they actually had like good like people in that movie. It was like John Leguizamo, yeah, like Zoe Deschanel, yeah. I think was in that shit. There was a bunch of people. I will never it forget. Really, it was an M Night Shyamalan movie too. I mean, that's not saying much. <laughs> yeah, he was like on a decline. Much, right? He was on a decline by that point, but. <laughs> I just remember seeing that over Wanted back in the day, and I regret that decision. But anyway, back to you. So <laughs> Actually, <laughs> back before we get into it any further, let's crack these beers open and get a little taste of these so we can uh, have something to sip on while we're talking all this uh, all this NFT talk and, and stuff. <laughs> so, uh, E-Man, what did you bring for us this week? All right. So we have over um, – by the way, I want to announce this officially. I 
think we're going to start doing more stuff. We're Obviously, Michigan's going to be our focus. But I think we're going to do more beers outside of the state of Michigan, too. Branch a out bit. a little bit, yeah. Honestly, because I saw this, it looks delicious. It's cold out. You know, we're you know we're in, like, Michigan, so it's freezing outside right now. I kind of want to go with, like, a little heavier stout. And we make great stouts here, but this just looked flat out fucking delicious. <laughs> so we have the Pastry Archery Almond Brittle from Duclaw Brewing Company over in Baltimore, Maryland. And the breakdown goes, uh, Craving Caramel? Savor our sweet collaboration with the buzz of Baltimore and beyond. Natasha's Just Brittle, the woman-owned candy store featuring decadent, arte- I hate that word, artesian handmade brittle. One sip of the stout's rich almond flavor, and you'll get why this slow-cooked snack is the talk of the town. And your taste buds. Yeah, I'm excited so to try that. You can follow us on Beats underscore and underscore. Oh, no, no, I changed that. Sorry. Beats and Brews Pod, untapped, and we can change that for you. And you get our reviews and everything like that. And as we do on the podcast, uh, while we're having a little sip of it, we like to read off um, and play some of the music of the birthdays in music and also say goodbye to some of the people that we lost. Unfortunately, we were on a pretty good streak of not losing too many people. And unfortunately, this week kind of got fucked up a little bit. Um, with the incredible loss um, to the world of um, fashion, that would be Virgil Abloh, um, which is pretty, you know, I never really considered him how how iconic what he did really was. I mean, he came from you know, first, first generation immigrant, um, you know, kid, and to come from that and be the creative director of Louis Vuitton at 41 as a black man is pretty fucking impressive. And uh, I don't, you know, it's going to be something that kids can look up to and aspire to, so... I didn't even know he was sick. That you know, it always comes kind of a surprise when people hide their cancer and illness and shit from you. But uh, it was kind of touching to see that like Louis V show that they did in Miami, where like all those producers and musicians were out hanging out and shit. So that was pretty cool. Um, uh, as well as I want to say prayers up for the families of the four students that lost absolutely. in the Oxford High School shooting as well. Yeah, that one touched home because that's here in Michigan. So that one really, uh, that really yeah, was sad to see. I mean, and then you saw the fa- like they well the kid he he's got charged and as well as the parents who were hiding out in Detroit. That's crazy, you see dude. That shit? Yeah, they found him. They were like in a like a warehouse, some abandoned in, in building, or some shit. Yeah. yeah, somewhere around that area. They were downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah Riverwalk around mm-hmm. that area. I think they were trying to get to Canada or something. Yeah. That's, that's the only reason I can yeah, figure out. Yeah, because like the kid got here. caught and the parents were trying to run because I'm like, yeah, they you guys are getting like manslaughter, assisted in manslaughter or something like that. Yeah. Um, and you know what's crazy too? In the fucking article I read. It said they had just t- withdrew four G's out of an ATM. What fucking ATM lets you take four G's out at a time? <laughs> like, that's crazy. I mean, in your own bank, I guess, yeah, maybe. maybe. I've I never, don't know. I, there's always usually like a limit on them ATMs they and shit. They inside. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are they used two cards or something? Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, I guess that's true. But <laughs> they, um, all the cards are like. <laughs> also, uh, big loss in the uh, thespian world. We uh, had to say goodbye to Steven Sangheim. Uh, famous musical theater playwright, did a bunch of different stuff. Uh, he did West Side Story, Gypsy, Sweeney Todd, a uh, bunch of li- bunch of different stuff going on there. So, uh, passed away. He lived a full life though. Passed away at ninety two or ninety one. Sorry. Yep, yep. Um, and with death though, also comes more life. So we got to celebrate the birthdays of some of our favorites in music. Um, and this week we got Jay-Z, the legend, um, we got Billy Idol, Barry Gordy, who supplied all music 
in Motown era, which is like my favorite era of music. Um, Chameleon Air and then Master Ace. Chameleon Air who popped out. Who just popped up, yeah, in the fucking We'll get into the verse. We'll get into verses breakdown later. But yeah, but anyways, let's kick it off with a little Jay-Z. I'm going to play one of his more lyrical ones that I love off Reasonable Doubt. Here is 22 twos while we try up some of this beer. Make sure you don't play a little bit of uh, too long. Man. We here tonight to have a good time. Wait a minute. I feel like we should play December fourth. Jay Z. Jay Z. Yeah, I guess I should go up. And it's fat. Why don't you come up here and Cheers, kick a little freestyle? Put that champagne down. And kick a little freestyle yeah, yeah, for me tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I kick it? West Coast dick licking, and too many niggas on a mission, doing your best JC rendition, too many rough motherfuckers, I got my suspicion that you're just fishing a pool of sharks, nigga, listen, too many bitches want to be ladies, so if you a hoe, I'ma call you a hoe, too many bitches are shady, too many ladies, get these niggas, too many chances, too many brothers want to be lovers, don't know a legend from Detroit, Barry Gordy, this is actually a Smokey Robinson song, but Barry produced all this shit. <laughs> Yeah, Motown's been actually uh, gearing up again. Hell yeah, man. It sure <laughs> has. It really has. People say I'm the life of the party Cause I tell a joke or two A little bit of Billy Idol for you. <laughs> a little vibe switch here for you. Bought this one for Chameleon Air? <laughs> Chameleon Air had did hits, bro. No, he didn't. He yeah, had did. I hit. I'm showing you how to get the shine on. Shine. I don't even remember that, that, that song. The little flip. He's actually, actually no, the he actually had a, he was sweet. I mean, I love him. Classic album to me, bro. No, Chameleon Air has a classic album to me. Sound of Vengeance was a fucking classic. Chameleon Air was smart. Yeah, super smart. Dude, I love it. Good dude, we got the tech town quick. All the wood was draped up and dripped up music. Yeah. Chameleon Air got out. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he saw the industry for what it is. Paul Wall was Paul Wall did it too. Yeah. You know, he uh, worked with Johnny Dane. Dude, like, I love Paul Wall. He still sounds great. Uh, and then finally, but certainly not last, is uh, Master Ace here, who is one of New York's best hip hop underground hip hop artists. I like this beer. Though. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. One two. My block is your block. BK to the world. It's a man. Yeah. They got broke people, poor people, 
Christ, this fucking thing always comes unplugged. Well, Apple, get your dongle situation <laughs> up, dude. This thing is the worst. I hate it. We also <laughs> forgot one more. Uh, rest in peace to Jacqueline Avant, um, oh, the, the yeah. wife of music icon Clarence Avant, who 81 years, and I hate to say, like, killed in cold blood. I don't want to touch on this that long. Hopefully, and they did find the guy. Uh, he tried to rob somebody else. I guess it was, like, in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Tried to rob somebody else, like, shortly after. But tragic situation, prayers out to the family, and that's where I'll leave it at that. Yeah, that was super yep. sad. Um, As for this beer breakdown. This beer is delicious, bro. I feel like I'm drinking a protein perfect shake. Perfect for <laughs> wintertime, man. Uh, oh, it's Tallboy, too. 16 ounce, 8.3% ABV, 20 IBUs. Not too bitter, very boozy. Uh, the 20th limited release, edition 20. Oh, shit. Release. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah. What you guys think? I think it's delicious. Yeah, I do too. The, the name is like begging to be canceled or something. Is that what? Pastry art. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's like brewed and canned by the pastry art. <laughs> <laughs> it honestly makes me want to have a brownie with it. You know, I was looking into Dip a brownie into it. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. So I was looking into a little bit of Declaw too out in Baltimore. Uh, they got established in '96. They actually like do it. like a pasty a pastry series. So they have several different ones. They have like a cupcake one. They have like different like baked goods, like variations of beer. So I'm like, yeah, this is dope. Hell yeah. It's witty. I like it. I like the name. I like the taste. You yeah, I enjoy it like too. Like yeah, I do like it. Yeah. <laughs> what state? You said it was from Baltimore? Yep, Baltimore, Maryland. It's Baltimore, B. Yeah, I love how Baltimore people talk. Two and do. You know, it's that East Coast shit right there. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> Mexican hot chocolate, oatmeal cream pie, root beer float. Oh, yeah, they're they killing it out here. Yeah. They got different variations. <laughs> sound all very sweet and chocolatey, right? I'm, I'm with it. Yeah. Strawberry cake. Ooh. Give me some of that. That one would be fire. Okay, okay. Duclaw, we, we need to talk Send to you guys. Send us some beers, <laughs> Good yeah, I agree. yeah, very chocolatey, very rich. It's perfect for the wintertime. Like, this is this is a solid brew. So. You get drunk after just one, too. 8.3%. Yeah, Woo! It's a little boozy, boy. <laughs> a little, little bit of nutty. <laughs> you could probably do it. I feel like you could make some kind of drink out of it, like using, like, Kahlua or some shit like that. Like, fire. You know what I'm saying? You could, like, come up with some kind of, like. I feel like a beer small yay. <laughs> that's a uh, Cicerone. Is that what it's that's called? Cicerone? Cicerone, yeah. Learning new shit every day. I should know that by now, probably, but. <laughs> no it all. Yeah, it's good. It's good. All right, so Frost, we got some new music dropping. I take it, right? Woo! We got, well, more than the new music, we got, um,. We got new music videos dropping. We got mm, visuals coming. We true. got and you guys work together on a lot of videos too. Oh, we're a team. He's part of yeah. AV Club. He's actually part. It's not of the a cult band. though, right? Which is, it's it, not a cult. It's not a, it's not. It's not a cult. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, seriously, it's no not a cult. No Kool Aid being passed around or nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> not at all, guys. Not just at beers. all. No, just few beers. <laughs> but um, Myron's um directing um the video that we're shooting. Uh, we're filming it this Saturday. Uh, for sometimes I just want to be alone. Um, we have a full team, and it's it's sounding pretty exciting. I'm 
I am stoked about Saturday. Yeah, I was gonna say it's happening. It's happening. It's <laughs> it's gonna be cool. Hell like yeah. I don't want to give a lot away because I want you guys to see it and be like, oh shit. Oh, yeah, both of you have done yeah. a lot of like got a lot of credits for videos. Like I was looking at your Instagram, I see like Sada Baby in there. <laughs> I see Jack Harlow and Babyface Ray. Yeah. I see a lot of like dope like local acts too. Like yeah, man. You a- did didn't you do you did his last video right? I did. Yeah, I did. He yeah. Yeah. Don't let him don't let him trip you up. He's actually. Pretty cold with his own work. Fuck, by, we know we love Frost, dude. Yeah. Frost is yeah. that's, that's how we met. <laughs> yeah, true. That's how we became friends, and then not not cult members. <laughs> <laughs> I had to clarify for you guys, not a cult. It started off as competition. Now we're it started brothers, off as competition. Now we brothers. Yeah. We like. I love that. So like the realest shit. I think I actually I might have mentioned them the first time I was here because I was mentioning all my influences, um, but the first time we both went to do a video. Um, his people brought him to the shoot because it was like a feature for the guy I was working with. And he was like, man, I wanted to shoot something for him. I was like, I wanted to shoot something for them. <laughs> but then after that, I started watching him. And like he was talking about his photos, he had a unique style. And it was just crazy how he framed the pictures. And then the contrast from the bottom and the lighting from the top. And I kept looking at him. And I would just like, that's homework. I'm like, how do I get my shit to render out like this? Because I had a cool abstract style, but his shit was just so clean. And I was like... Dude, if I can incorporate that. And I never figured it out. <laughs> so I was just like, if you can't beat him, join him. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the energy that I don't have, though. Like, like he'll be like, let's go. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll chill. Like, I'm such a chill spirit, and I'll, I just analyze, uh-huh. you know. He's like, we got a joke, actually. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I'm Sasuke. He's Naruto. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. The power of his will, he makes all these crazy things happen. And I just hate the world enough. <laughs> but he's very, just, like, very he's just dope, though. He's, he's like, very Sasuke's optimistic and, like, pe- like nihilistic, almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm trying a lot harder than he is when he comes to, like, the set to do, like, the art shit. Like, Sasuke is just a prodigy. He's just like, there. He's just like... And then I'm there. I'm like, I'm gonna be the best I can fucking be. Believe it. <laughs> <laughs> like 24 hours watching YouTube clips. Like I can do this. I can do this. But anyways, no, we have a good time though. We've been on some cool adventures, man. Yeah. And we got a lot more shit in store. So, dude, it's funny that you're when you were saying you were going through like spending hours trying to find figure out what he was using. It made me think of this interview I saw with T Pain recently, where he's like, "That's how I figured out Auto Tune." He's like, "I heard oh, it on fucking." Shit. That share song. Yep. I didn't know what the fucking plugin was. And he's like, I couldn't find it anywhere. And he's like, I spent months just searching every plugin I could fucking finally find <laughs> until I came across it. And he was like, oh, it's fucking over now. And then, you know, <laughs> you know he fucking totally cornered the market with that sound. It's crazy. <laughs> but I, I think that's the best way art happens. Like you, mm-hmm. everyone imitates what they love. Totally. That's what art and is. And then you get, you don't get the same thing. Like, unless you're just like, a fucking copy machine, but you normally will get like something similar, but mm-hmm. it's gonna be like in your vision. And so maybe I didn't know your style. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every, you can't help but emulate what you see. Like, like yeah. half of a uh, of a uh, art. I mean, more than half is is somebody copying somebody. I mean, yeah. Even if you go to, I went to art school a little bit. You know, it all starts from Picasso. influence from somebody. I mean, everybody, <laughs> nothing. You already know that famous it, Picasso we, quote. You know, like yeah. you know, right. I'm not even gonna say. It too cringe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I say this all the time, like, nothing is really, like, truly original. Everything is, like, a copy of something else, but it's just, like, you put your own, like, variation spin on it to kind of mm-hmm. make it, like, your own, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Good artist copy, great artist steal. Exactly. Bro, that, you know, that's what exactly. fucks me up about stand-up comedy. I feel like that would be the hardest shit to get into because I feel like everyone's made every kind of fucking reference and joke you can think of. And now in the age of the internet, if you fucking, like, if you came up with the same idea, you might not have heard dude fucking say something, like, of the same topic, but they're like, oh, fucking stealing jokes and shit like Fuck that. It. It's like, man, it'll be hard. And then also with comics getting canceled yeah, by for saying say shit, it's thing. like, man, I would not want to be in the stand-up comedy game right now. Oh, I'm so, definitely going to do stand-up comedy. And Frost, you'd be great at it. I'm probably going to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's already, he knows it. He's, uh, he, I've had many, I've had a f- many a few, like, bar nights with you recently. Many just outings where it's just like, the way your mind works is just so fucking wild to me. <laughs> like, at our at our last production meeting, we had like what was it like two days ago? Yeah. They literally said they're like you know when like the press is around and stuff, we're just gonna have to fucking tackle you when you start to get out of line. Like, don't fuck up the bag. <laughs> Frost is talking, but the microphone's not on. It's an overdub from some like politically correct shit. Like, like when you got your little brother playing PlayStation, like, he thinks he's talking. They got the dummy controller over here. Myra, so I got a question for you. So going back to the yellow wall, I want to know like the overall like mission behind it. Like, what's the objective here? Original overall mission is to make people happy. Hell yes. Okay. Right. Like, uh, you know Phil Simpson? Yeah. Yeah, like the happy face, like, art. Yeah. Oh, that's that's, yeah. that's the artist yeah. that does those? Yeah. Okay, Smile. that's tight. Yeah. So, like, I was, I was talking with Phil at Wayne State in, like, 06, and we are talking about painting the side of a building and putting smiley faces up to make people happy. And it's super dope, because he actually... I don't know if you saw, he just had his mural downtown. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Uh, it was, he's all over North End right now. So yeah, I guess he's, he's, he's on all over the East Side, too. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I saw he did, like, a him and Sheafy kind of split, like, the, uh, the what was it, the skating rink and the basketball court. I saw yeah, that, yeah. too. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Sheafy, uh, that, that's, that's, all of those artists are a big part of that time of, like, the building of the other wall. Like, like, you know, Detroit was in a depression. Mm-hmm. So there's all this cheap space everywhere. So we got artists and influx of people that are coming from other places because it's cheap to live here and you got space. Let's say you're super creative. And you live in New York and, and you got an apartment that's 500 square feet and you're paying 2000 a month for it. Okay. And then somebody in, in Detroit's like, yeah, I pay 2000 a month for 4000 square feet. How long mm-hmm. are you going to stay in New York? And not, and <laughs> exactly. Paint, you know? I, I had a friend of mine who moved down here from uh, San Diego. He's not an artist, but he he's going to like the beer world. Like He's trying to open a brewery and everything like that. He moved from San Diego to Detroit just because, one, Detroit doesn't have that many independent breweries off the rip. And, two, it's just like the space is just cheaper compared to, like, you know, California. So, yeah. yeah. So, like, it gave, us, it gave us local Detroiters a way to meet these people from all over the world that weren't coming here because, you know, Detroit, we had we had a horrible name outside of here for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fact. And so, like, my neighbor's from San Francisco, and he's a fashion designer, and he does all this crazy stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, my apartment is cheaper than my parking spot back in San Francisco. <laughs> I believe so, that, man. I believe yeah. that for mm-hmm. sure. So I get the chance to meet these people and learn about the world without having to leave Detroit, and these people are all intermixing in this cool little pocket of art that is not really being seen, you know? Right. Thankfully. I mean, eventually when it got seen, you saw what happened. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh you know like we all uh yeah I, I, eventually i'm gonna get to the book you know just because like this this is just a period of time that happened that it i i, I related to like the warhol era right mm-hmm. like warhol and basquiat 
like we're seeing those same type of things because the same things were going on. Mm-hmm. Like all these underground events, like Detroit's the birthplace of techno. Techno's made by black people, yep. and people didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And so, like that never really died. You know, it's not like people are like, oh, they're not playing techno. They're not playing ghetto tech on the radio anymore. It's not like it died. Mm-mm. Producers are all still from here. Right. Like all these legendary people that blow up in Europe and got crazy spins just walking down my street, you know. I'd argue the electronic about, like, my, scene is um, still alive and thriving, yeah. especially with all the abandoned, like, uh, you know, warehouse space that like, they can throw fucking raves and shit in, you know? No, it, I was thinking about, like, under, one last night. Underground Resistance, for instance. Yeah. Like, one of, like, my uncle was a part of that group, and he was talking about, like, just how huge they are, like, in Japan and oh, Europe yeah. and stuff like that. But, like, in Detroit, like, at home, like, unless you're, like, a part of that, like, culture, that scene, you don't even fucking know, dude. Yeah. It's just wild to think about, like, stuff like that. There's, like, a whole, like... Under like underworld, uh, underworld, underground scene for all this stuff that like the average person, like they like a top forty listener or something like that, not gonna fucking know about, yeah. dude. And yeah. if they do know, they don't know their name or that they're from Detroit. But that's kind of cool too. I like that. Yeah. No, that's like Clark Kent Superman shit. Like you come home, you put your fucking glasses on. They don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. <laughs> You're like a superhero out of nowhere. Like, yeah. It's like you could work like a total nine to five. You could work like a total desk job or something like that. And then on the weekends, you're just a fucking superhero. That or right. even better, like, you don't. You just kind of like just chill and just like just do like random shit. Like go to, I don't know, whatever grocery store. Go to Whole Foods. That's why, <laughs> exactly. I, that's why I'm the only fans. I only do feet shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. they, they don't know who I am. I, we, I have a friend of mine that does, a, wait, actually, he, a podcast, uh, Tori. He has an OnlyFans for barbecue. Are you for serious? Genius. <laughs> Genius. That is amazing. Uh, shout out to Taurus, bro. Oh, we love man. you here, man. In front of the show. WikiLinks. <laughs> That's super funny. Also, shout out to some of the original uh, Detroit electronic musicians. Derek yes, Mays and Kevin Saunderson's of the world and shit like that, man. They uh, pioneered that sound that we love. And they're still out here playing shows if you're trying to see them. They're definitely in the city. And Juan Atkins. Yes, and Juan Atkins. Yep, that's yep. another one. I actually saw... This was probably now... Like six, seven years ago, um, at Shane. Well, before it was Aretha Franklin, it was still Shane Park. Um, Derek May and the Detroit Symphony Orchestra did a fucking show together, and it was crazy seeing electronic music and techno being performed by you know yeah. string quartets and you know all these yeah. brass instruments and shit. It was fucking sweet. Um, but yeah. Anyways, do you want to roll on in something old, something in my f- or something, something old, old, something, something new? <laughs> yeah. All right. So something old, something new. Frost, you're obviously familiar with this, but you, I don't think you are. Yeah. I have so no idea. what we do, we talk about an album that came out older than like two or three years, kind of like influence what we're listening to right now, and then something that just came out like in the past like year or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it could be like the 1950s till about 2018. And oh, E-Man, yes. I'm going to pass you the AUX cord back for this segment because this dongle was falling out of my shit like every two seconds. You know, that's, a, that's one of those words like moist I just hate so much. <laughs> like, oh, wait, dongle. I just want to throw that out. I kind of like dongle. It's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, might, that was sus. <laughs> <laughs> Dongles are fun. <laughs> the word dongle. Yeah, no, that's still funny though. <laughs> so like old, old. I don't know. So, like, I kind of stopped playing music, new music, mm-hmm. as much. Like, I, I drive in silence for the most part. And like, do you really? I really do. <laughs> I man. can't do that shit. <laughs> but I, I feel get, you. I didn't get to tell you guys a whole Yellow Wall story, but I was DJing too. Oh, yeah. So. We'll, we'll get, we'll, oh, we're going to no. go back more. Into more. <laughs> Honestly, let's go into it right now. Why not? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, if go. I get to bring up old music, I just want to talk, say Little Brother. Mm. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there for sure. <laughs> that's, that's old music that, like. All right. 
uh, resonates. Yes. So are you kicking this off? Uh, yeah, old? I, can, I can kick it off this week. Um, let's see. My something old that I had picked out was... So finally I'm getting back to this, honestly, because it took me forever because different things kept happening. And let me pull up real quick. Different things kept happening to where we couldn't do it. Hold on. Jesus Christ. Banter, banter, banter. All right, so I've got it. Um, Anyways, so so I was inundated with the Wu-Tang show for, um, you know, like the last couple months as the season two of the American. It's so good, dude. It's like so cool how it's done. And, you know, me and E-Man had this conversation how, like, my, like, introduction to the Wu-Tang guys, like, I was really, early on, I was into Raekwon and Ghostface and Method Man. Like, that was my shit, you know? And this kind of has had me go back and look at some of the other guys that I didn't pay attention to as mo- as much and be like, God damn, these dudes were so fucking fire, too. And that's Inspected Deck for me, man. Mm. Um, Inspected Deck's Uncontrollable Substance album from 1999 is so fucking fire, man. Like, you know, he might not have had, like, as wild of a solo career success as Method Man and these guys, but he was easily one of the sharpest on the pen out of these guys. He had a lot of the most standout verses to me, um, especially when you go back and watch it, like, singled out, you know, them in the studio, recording each individual verse and shit. Like, man, Inspector really pushed these guys to go further with their craft. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of Inspector Deck. Um, Let's see, which one should I have you play, E-Man, off of this album? Um, if you've got it pulled up, let's see. Go with Trouble Man, track 12. Trouble Man? Trouble Man. I play a little bit of Trouble Man from Inspector Deck. Oh, so we're going to play this shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this a Curtis Mayfield sample? Sounds like Marvin Gaye. Yeah. We grapple in the street to stack through the slip the shackles. I'm currently serving 29 alive. I'm thinking of pushing like that's what it is. Like the third yeah. The big life is right. Got the young kids hype. Cops shoot on sight. Eat pipes. Be blowing through the night. The land where you ain't fam. There's no pity. Similar to Chocolate City. Ten times gritty. Hitting hard. Lick his yard. Lick his plotting on the cover. I feel guilty because I don't know a lot of I don't either, don't feel bad. Don't worry, there's not too many people as nerdy as us on that shit. <laughs> but that was the cool part about Wu-Tang, because I honestly, like, a lot of my friends are super hip-hop heads, but I never really dove into them. So when I'm watching it, like, I'm going back. Now I'm listening to it. I'm like, oh, this is the shit. Like, as, yep. like, as an adult, I'm like, really able to enjoy the parental advisory yeah. <laughs> and understand everything. Like, it's it was new music for me. Isn't it dope, too, on season two, kind of how it shows, like, from, like, the inside of Riz's mind, how he produces, where he's, like, it shows yes. him, like, all right, I'm going to put the bass part up. Now nah, take that out, put these drums in. Now nah, take those out, put these in. And he actually, like, had the musicians playing. It was just fucking, it's a really artistic way they filmed season two. So season two is... Really dope if you haven't seen uh, uh, Wu Tang Saga. And the crazy thing is, I was telling my bro Fast Cash that he needs to check it out because season two, like exactly the way Rizzo was like lining everybody up, mm-hmm. is the way my mind has been working to line up the team. Yep. And the way he like he just put everything into motion, like he knew it was gonna work. He yep. saw the vision, and I'm like, I'm like, bro, you gotta watch that. You gotta go watch that shit. 
And he started it. He started it, but he's still like he probably is on episode one, man. And I'm it's be, crazy, dude. It's like gym. they transcended hip hop. Like it is like a superhero brand almost in a way. You no, know? they're, like the way co- people they're cultural icons for, for sure. sure. <laughs> and like, and they're humongous it's not, overseas. It's too. not that many groups that can compare to the Wu Tang legacy. No. for sure. I don't all. think any group. I think like as far as like reach, they're like they're the most known group of all time. I mean, it's not that like, many. We got. It's not that many successful groups. I in mean. The first place. What was the most after Wu Tang? Who was it? What as far as what groups? Groups. I mean, yeah, there's a ton. Of no, I mean like groups. I mean like not just like Outkast. Like not two or three piece. We're talking I, like a full group. Yeah, not like the like only one I can think people. of off the top of my head is Odd Future. That's the only people I think. So, of. G-Unit. Well, I don't even Odd Future. Compete. Yeah, I don't count. I don't count uh, Odd Dip Future set. as like a group. They're Dip more of like a collective. They don't really. They're not no, always. Right. Right. We, we had conversations. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You can. Yeah, you're right. ASAP. ASAP Mob. ASAP Mob has two though. core members, though. That's yeah, the only thing. About it. It. Yeah. But for me, Odd Future, like you said, was the most influential group of like this new world. of like so the far. blog era, like of the internet era. Odd Future is probably the most. But you missed, group you I missed, know. you missed one in between. G Unit was definitely that I shit. Said, yeah. <laughs> oh, you said G Unit. G Unit was definitely in that mix. Yeah, that was. They were the biggest shit in the world in the early two thousands. They got a lot of people fucked up, thinking they was tough. I remember that shit. Don't throw stones. I didn't go that far. How you gonna sound like it though? With that all right, so I didn't go that far in my uh my my something old this week, but I do have a funny story behind it. So uh, I got my dad into Dave recently. Oh, did you really? <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be so mad at you when that he gets to season two. Yeah, oh, yeah. bro, he's I gonna be so that show. <laughs> he's gonna be so mad at you when he gets to season two. Yeah, there, yeah, there's some there's some shit with Benny Blanco that we won't speak of in the season two, but that's, yes. that's how we hang out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we watched the uh, the the YG episode. I think it was oh episode God, so one. You so like yeah, that Chuck? and he he loves <laughs> the peanut butter in the fucking. Cow. Can you see that? <laughs> no, I, just, I can't do this shit right now. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm going professional rapper from Little Dicky as my something old uh, 2015. I didn't go that far in crates, guys. I I just thought this was funny. Uh, I'm actually going to just go with the opening song. I'm going to go with the professional rapper with Snoop Dogg. Oh, that's that was my introduction <laughs> to Little Dicky. That video. Yeah, Someone sent me that yeah. video. I was like, this video is fucking hilarious. I knew your dirty ass wanted some head. <laughs> the <Yeah. end> of <laughs> that. So like the, the video is what makes me pay attention to an artist in the first place. Me too. Okay. Like, like that's how Tyler got on. Totally. Oh, the Yonkers? Yeah. No, no dude, sorry, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely was my introduction to Tyler was Yonkers. See, but like sure. the cool thing people. is he already had videos. So like when he built his VCR and fan base, they could go back and look this at the This dude went stuff. from like raping a sex doll to like doing the Jesus. Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> this dude like raping a sex doll. His videos was fire though. Yes, yes they were. It was fucking fire. It made you want to watch more. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, let me play a little bit of this little dicky real quick. Down the hall, first door to your right. Give him a knock and he should be right with you. Dave, very nice to meet. Dave, what it do? You can call me dog. Let me just check your sheet. I love no the storytelling so too. Say, I'm a like, big fan of the shit that y'all made. I can't lie, I've been thinking about this all day. All good. There's a reason that we call Dave. Let me start with your background. Where you come from? Sure, I was undergrad down there in Richmond. Before that, are you talking about my hometown? Yeah. I was born out of Philly, grew up in a little silly old town called Cheltenham. It's in the suburbs of a middle wealth around. So real shit, you ain't never had to struggle for much. I wouldn't say it like that. We just had a different kind of trap. Elaborate. Well, I ain't never had a tool, but I had to be the man. School, like I was I doing shit I had uh, to do Snoop So when Dogg I finished in the grade, I'm cool And I could get whatever job I wanted really? But the job you wanted wasn't all that muffin Yeah, and I saw quick All the flaws yeah. that be coming when you grow like that 
Now you've been racing them rats. You ain't been making them rats. And his name is Myron. But don't diss me, buddy. I wasn't one of them youngins up on the block who had nothing to lose. I must have won. He can flow. Dicky can flow. No, I have nothing to all right, I, I want you to touch on that a little bit, though. I'm just talking about in the industry, right? Like, like the video you talked about. Oh man, I'm thinking about what I'm saying before I say it. All right, all right, <laughs> I got you. Uh, so the, the ba babyface Jack Harlow. Okay. Right? Yeah. So like, Jack, I want to hear about that. <laughs> that's that song, right? Is technically an older song. Like his fans, babyface fans, already know that song, but they're doing a new release, so they pull Jack Harlow on it. That's label, you know. Right. I mean, it makes sense. Like that's kind of how they do. Like they have, like, you have like songs like "Tuck in a Tuck" for like, wait, what? <laughs> We're not doing that. I say yes, songs in a tuck for years yeah, and stuff like that, and then we get really released. So I mean, that happens all the time. Yeah. Well, well, the uh, I'm just saying like. The very first song you ever dropped has Snoop Dogg on it. Yeah, I know that is that fucking is, that crazy. That does say right? a lot. That's yeah, fire. That, that fire. is kind of crazy. <laughs> that's, 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 and the videos, though, like you, you, you think it's a calculated thing? Oh, like, no, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the calculated moves in the industry in order to make it like. How are you gonna make it work? There's so much music out here now. Like you know, there's more music being made every year than you can listen to every year. Oh, yeah. for sure. I mean, it's so, just way more easy right. to do. It's way more accessible these days. So that's a lot more people are doing it. Well, there's more music than you can listen to. That's a fact. Back too, in right? the '60s, when you had to record the tape, yeah, not a lot of people were doing that shit. You couldn't record more music than there was time. Now you can record more music than there is time, and just <laughs> like, how do you compete? You mm -hmm. gotta, you gotta do. That's why we got all this crazy stuff now. That's why you gotta go viral and show your ass. <laughs> Like, you gotta do some crazy shit to get on these days. Yeah, yeah. It is really yeah. stupid. <laughs> it's annoying, really, but it's the truth, unfortunately. Um, I got, it kind of looked like a little somber tone. Too right now. <laughs> no, man, not at all. <laughs> you're, um, being, you're being admired. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, bro. That's what about you, Frost? What kind of old shit you been listening to, man? Um, I stumbled back into Kill You by Eminem. Ooh, Those that's one of my favorite lyrical songs I have out Bars out that man. Jesus Christ. It made me an Eminem fan for life. I was already a fan, but when I grabbed Marshall Mathers LP, dude, what's that? What's <laughs> I'm that, actually really glad. What's that line that? in there? He's like, "I'm gonna pull you to the bullet, bullet and pull it through, through you." That's what I'm what? talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pull you through this bullet. And put it I was, you. I was listening to, uh, and this, and this go tie into the Eminem kill you because I would kind of put that in like a horrorcore bag in a way. Mm -hmm. But I was listening to this podcast, uh, Disgraceland. It's one of my one of my favorite podcasts from Jake Brennan, and it's like about celebrity crimes and like how like certain things got on. And they did an episode on the Misfits, and they were talking about like how the Misfits really revolutionized like, the throne style of rock and created essentially horrorcore for the most part, because he was like a big horror fan and stuff like that. That's cool. And to tie into Eminem, kill you. How I'm thinking is like, because Eminem was kind of pegged in like that horrorcore box for a minute. I would say like, you know how like they had to do like with ICP I mean, or Esham or something Man, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, he also has like a bunch of pop hits as well now too. But he's, <laughs> he's a man. But, we're not worthy. But no, we're talking about like just the content, and the lyrics of the song is just very like horror, horror movie like, and I, that's what I like about it. But yeah, uh, Eminem, kill you. About to play a little bit of that one. God, I love this shit. This is like one of the only songs that he still does from that old live. Then I got a little bit older and I realized she was the crazy one. This beat too. Fire. Very simple, but very dumb. Yeah. 
They said I can't rap about being broke no more. They say I can't rap about coke no more. Ah! Slut, you think I won't choke no more till the vocal cords don't work in a throat no more? Ah! These motherfuckers are thinking I'm playing, thinking I'm saying this shit because I'm thinking it just to be saying it. Pause real quick. Do you think that's where Chance got his ad lib from? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm so glad you said this because I was, I like, Chance has songs where his cadence and totally. his voice reflection is just like Eminem. And the, and the lyrics were edgier but, too, like acid rap era of his. And, and ten day, like 10 days and shit like that. that. Yeah. Chance got saved, y'all. Hate- <laughs> <laughs> Chance got saved like, and started making shit music and dancing around with the Backstreet Boys and Doritos commercials and shit. That I hate everything song. <laughs> you know what? Chance is that happy. Is I'm not going to shit on him anymore. Get that bag, Chance. I love, I'm not gonna shit. I love you, Chance. <laughs> I love you. Hey, Lil Yachty gets the clean bag all day. Lil Yachty really wants to be from Detroit. Detroit, it looks like, by the way. The Michigan hey. Boat Boys. Oh, I, so I love it. I, I love it. I, think that's I love, mm-hmm. I, real quick, before we go back into something, know something new, I just want to say I love the light that's getting shined on Detroit right now. I love I it. Really it's great. Do. I love it. I got to say, I love the attention. I love that everything is kind of like, a lot of artists are taking off from here. A lot of looks are being given here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's dope, man. So, shout out to the artists that have been putting shit out. As far like, as far, like, you guys, too. Like, just, this is, this is a dope time, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I agree. It was dope because Yachty even went to Flint, though. Yep. He sure yeah, did. he did, man. Mm-hmm. Like him going to Flint, he, uh, that was like that was the real part. Like, yep. Oh, okay. Was it uh, that Flint? Was it BFB to Pac Man? He's from Flint, right? He is. Yeah. He is actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, that dude's goofy as shit, but I, I like yeah, him. But he's goofy <laughs> as shit. <laughs> I like that he's honest about his life. <laughs> I like that he's not trying to do the whole Instagram. I'm this other person. Like, like, like I'm a mailman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all caught me yeah. working. Like, oh no. <laughs> For sure. Uh, and how about you? Old music yes. that you've been listening to? Because I know you said you listen to mostly old music, so that shouldn't be too hard. I, I, said, <laughs> I, I said, I don't listen to anything anymore. <laughs> oh, you don't, oh, that's right. You said yeah. you're driving silence. But I'm super <laughs> interested in what you pick. Like, well, like, I, originally I was about to go with, like, like I'm torn, right? Because I want to go, like, back to, like, because you brought up that you like beats like that. And, that, and like, that gives me, like, little brother vibes and, like, all of that. Hell yeah. But then, like. My one of my favorite all time songs though, because we brought up we were talking about Paul Wall and uh, Chameleon Air, uh-huh. the Crunk Era. Not necessarily Crunk. Yeah, it was a Crunk Era, but it was a, what, what the set that this the dirty South, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So uh, international players anthem. Yeah. That's classic. classic. Oh, classic. dude. Our, hey, this is uh, Pimp C's anniversary of I his death, by the way, too. Like a couple days ago. Yeah, actually today. Today is it today? Today it's like the thirteenth anniversary. Oh, this perfect, perfect timing. Yeah, that's crazy. And, you know, it's funny, too, because last week we had just played, um, Dre Dav has a new song out where he sampled this, and it's called International Stoner's Anthem, and they shout sampled that. Dab, shit. So, yeah, shout out to Dre Dav. Uh, he's got new, he's got something else new out, too. I think uh, Villain was just pumping something that he's got out. I forget the name of it. Dre, we'll play it next you, week for you. you. I'm going to say, you know, no, 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 we got him on next week. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah perfect. Flight, he'll be here next week, <laughs> so it's fine. Perfect. That'll, that'll work out. <laughs> Alright, so International Players Anthem. You can't not like this song. No, no you, I mean, it's. You can't be friends classic. with anybody that don't like this song. It's like one of the only times I enjoy someone rapping before the beat comes in. With fucking Andre's <laughs> part, dude, man. I just love Andre, man. man <laughs> and then I, when the beat comes in with fucking. Um, with Bun B and shit, like, oh, God, so good. <laughs> can't go wrong with that. You know, actually, th- Pimp C's first. Young should, Sweet Should down, we play that one or should we play the 3 6 Mafia one because we, that goes in the verses, Tom? No, fuck that All shit. Right. <laughs> 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 3 6 is tight now, but they ain't Outcast. <laughs> yeah, Outcast. 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 Yeah. <laughs> 
So I type the text to a girl. Can't be Andre. Andre destroys any tracking song. Andre is the girl. He has the best verse of the year off a song that wasn't even supposed to be put out. Oh man, I say that line like spaceships don't come equipped with It's great. I'm glad it's night. So the light from the sun would not burn me on my bum when I shoot the moon. I jump the broom like a preemie out the womb. My partner yelling too soon, don't do it. Please consider, read some letter. You share on the subject, yes, sure. Fuck it, you know we got your back like Cairo Pratt. If that bitch do you dirty, we'll wipe her ass out as in detergent. Now hurry, hurry. Go on to the altar. I know you ain't a pimp, but pimp, remember? Keep rapping it now. Keep your heart. Three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart. Three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part. Play your part. Young Sweet Jones. And that is the something old. And then we're on to something Something new. Which is funny because my something I'm, new is actually... I'm keeping one. <laughs> my something new is actually some older rappers. <laughs> but um, so I'm very excited about this project. It's something that I heard about a few weeks ago and I was just super ecstatic because they're two of my favorite New York MCs of all time. And that's Styles P and Havoc put out a project uh, together called Wreckage Manor. Um, and man, Styles P, it's kind of crazy because they were just up on Hot 97. They did a... Fu- oh, it's it's bars like crazy dude it's so nuts but anyways so they were just up at hot 97 doing an interview and havoc was talking about how he hasn't made any music since prodigy died he was like you know after prodigy died he was like i don't really know how to find myself anymore i always had this guy that i could rely on to rap over the beats that i made he's like and i didn't trust anybody else with that but he was like you know i finally got to this place where i wanted to work again and start to make music again and who better than to add another P to my list? So he's like, I put Styles P in here. You know, he's like one of the coldest rappers of all time. You know, the locks and all of his acclaimed solo work. So Styles P, Havoc, super happy these guys made music together. All right, what track are we playing? Let me pull this shit up for you. Play track two, Move How We Wanna Move. Or no, it's just called Move How We Wanna. Got it. That's Peter Ghost. Oh, yeah, this takes me right back to 2000. Mm-hmm. Like, we never stop. That's crazy. Go for the ride. Word to the womb, my nigga, you know that cash rules. If you move it slow in the hood, you a fast fool. Cinderella story, my nigga, without the glass shoes. Oops, I mean slippers. Fuck with the guard, then I'ma shoot it up like a guard for the clippers. Out there, 95 beaming with your snitches. Never made I just put coke on mama dishes. Thought about the road to the riches. Word to the snorkel at G-Rap War. Oracle to the dope boy, Jedi to the jack boy, step on ghost tools, get your kneecaps gone. Word the H A V O. Know when you on the G O get my dough. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I wanna let that keep playing. Yeah, like you know you know this shit is dope if you just like nobody's talking, you just let it play yep. out. Like, this shit is. Yeah. It was tight too like, and like it, oh sorry, man, but it reminded me of something you were saying earlier because in that interview with Havoc and Styles, he's talking about he's like, you know, a lot of us New York cats, we're all friends. But in the booth, we hate each other. He's like, <laughs> we are coming from each other's throats. He's like, you know how many times I've heard a prodigy verse where I'm like, fuck this dude, man. God damn it. He's like, now nah, I got to go back in the booth tonight. Oh, that, <laughs> I, I feel that. Like, if I hear some music, like, in, in, in anywhere close to my lane, 
And even with videos and shit like that, yeah, I was about I'd to be say. like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> delete, delete. The, ev- the whole, it's a fucking terabyte of deleted songs because of that. That's probably fucking good. Uh-huh. We were just talking about, <laughs> uh, okay. he's like, let me one, yeah. one of the songs I got coming on my project, and I, I found this out today because I listened to the Matt Comedy Project, right? Oh, dude. That's not my something new, but I listened to that, and that's a dope project, by the yeah. way. You guys should check that out. One of the songs on there is like from the same sample pack I'm using on one of my songs. Oh really? I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Because uh, like, like in the, it, it's really, it's really a really big parallel between the music industry and the photo and the film industry. Totally. It's, it's so, it's so parallel. Mm-hmm. Like, like I can communicate really well because we go through the same struggles. Like, um, or I mean, like, like something simple like gain and ISO. Like, we're like, oh, we're turning the ISO up, or we're turning the gain up, mm-hmm. and I can make that bridge happen. It, it reminds me of that meme where like they, oh, they yeah. kind of like shaking hands. It's not a coke. <laughs> Just refer. It's not a coke, guys. All right, uh, on to my something new. Something new, sir. And I do want to shout out. So the Matt Comedy Project. I also want to shout out real quick the uh, Khalid Project, which was amazing, by the way, too. Yeah, there's some that I needed to listen to, so that I didn't get to. I just want to get them all out the way right now because I'm not going to play them all. This one, on the other hand, is one of my favorite new artists, probably of the past like three years. I love her to death. Like I love everything Ooh. she's put out. Tierra Whack dropped a yeah. three piece on us. Yeah, yeah man. Like. Uh, Philly's own. I'm so happy with. Uh, we all like her, I think. Yeah. yeah, and that's a general consensus. Like, I don't know anybody that doesn't like Tierra Whack. And if you don't like Tierra Whack, get the fuck say out of here. Say what you was gonna say. But he's gonna say something cool about it. her. I know oh, you. Oh, 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 man, study the videos. You know, she dropped a dope video in the beginning. Yep. Oh my god, the, the Whack Real, like the 15 oh, minute boy. Oh. Tell me, people I, didn't talk, study that. Like, exactly. We talk about that. A lot on this podcast. Yeah. I was like, my, that was my introduction, like everybody else's introduction to mm-hmm. her. And I'm like, I, I don't know what you're going to do like five years from now, but it's going to be dope and I'm here for it. She can also out rap 90% of the dudes making rap music right now. Yes. So. She's crazy. <laughs> uh, she's crazy. But yeah, she's the uh, project, the three piece is called Rap. Is it? It's just rap with a question mark. Rap. <laughs> I love it. And uh, the song I'm going to play is track two, Megan Good. Oh, I, shit. I love this. Shout out Megan Good, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. One of my first crushes in life. I feel like that was a lot so, of people. Yeah, like, yeah, she, was in so much mo- she was in so many movies in the early Everyone 2000s. Like, Baby, yeah, was it? The... Not Baby Boy. Oh, you what was she in? Uh, you Got Serve. What was the one with uh, Tyrese? The movie she was baby in. When they, when they kidnapped his kid. Not Baby. No, yeah, not Tyrese. She wasn't Baby Boy, but the other one where they kidnapped his kid. I don't even remember that movie. Oh, man. It, the game was like the villain of that movie. The, ga- the, game? <laughs> the game was? I don't remember this shit like at all. sounds like an alternate universe. Oh, man. <laughs> like the Shazam movie right now. What's that called? What are those called? Waste Deep. Waste Deep. Oh, my God. Waste Deep, I, I yes. Eric, thank you, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Eric. Waste Deep. That's the movie. All right. But, yeah. Shout, so, shout out to Megan Good. All right. Uh, I'm going to play Megan Good by Tier Wackdale. Good. Suck. Look at Eric over here remembering the hood classics that we don't. Hood shit, you feel me? And she oh, flips one of her old beats, by the way. She flips one of the old beats from Whack World. I like that. Tribe sampled themselves. You gotta one be dope to like, sample yourself. Baller, sample yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you build a cult. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. I wouldn't sample myself. Not a cult. That's the name of the episode. Have you seen me doing better? You want to treat me good? Should've done when you had a chance. Get a paper good. I don't want to take you back. You won't say I should. Oh, you gon' say I should. I'm doing Megan good. I love this artwork too, by the way. I'm doing Megan good. Yeah. Oh, 
I just realized she's on Interscope, so I gotta cut that. I thought she was independent this whole time. Like, <laughs> 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 I gotta drop that. <laughs> how, how do you guys deal with like all the copyright issues? So that's what we we, we yeah. only you know you can only play super small clips of songs and shit, and you, you gotta talk and, and all that shit. You know? <laughs> oh my bad, my bad, my bad. Stop making it, stop doing it. I just know it's a, you know, it's a whole new world now. So. It is. <laughs> it's just a small disclaimer that comes on when they first come on. It's like beats and blues is not on. Right, so I no, in all reality, most for the most case, because we don't play music we don't like. It's just free promotion for shit. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna be like, I'm gonna play this song and then be like, this is the worst shit I ever heard. Fuck this artist. You, you know, know what, what I mean? man? If somebody reports y'all, we just gonna beat their ass. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> Detroit. Like, I'm gonna say there's very few times we play songs we don't like. It's like I can think on one hand how many times that's happened. Frost is rad. Frost is rad. Frost is rad. <laughs> I'm happy that nigga got Fuck. hit in the face. Who punched me in the face? That's no one, one of the, that, that's one of the funniest parts of the video. <laughs> Didn't you? Was it was it you that punched him in the face? No one knows. That's one of the best parts of the video. That shit comes out so good. It's like the perfect comedic timing of that shit. <laughs> yeah, comedy is all about timing. Dude, it, it is. Yeah. So we were just talking about this with my friend. You know how have you seen the smoking out the window video, uh, Silk Sonic? That's just so good. So no, Silk Sonic is Bruno Mars video. and Anderson yes, Pack, and it's very like seventies retro oh, style, oh, no, right? I did see that video. I saw yeah. the I saw the TikTok. That's a bitch mad. Put up on the dime. But there's a, there's a part in the video where the lyric comes in. It's like it, you know, there's a pause, then you hear Anderson Pack go this bitch, and then like he just pops in the frame like yeah. perfectly. <laughs> it's like the perfect timing, dude, and it's so fucking good, man. It's like hilarious. Did you PP just laid down for the rest of the like? Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> That probably was one of my favorite videos. I love that album, by the way. But that was probably my favorite single. Well, yeah, I know you like the last track. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely my favorite video. I just want to be alone until they see that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is my favorite video. I also love how quickly they went from leave the door open to smoke it out the window. Yeah, <laughs> like that yeah. shit is so funny to me. I mean, they're both geniuses. Like yep. I'm. I my hope mom they do sent more me that project. video. It's so good. My mom sent me the video, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and real quick, I want to shout out a friend of the show, Juan Michael OG, who yeah. dropped a project, too, this past Saturday, or this past Friday. We need to bring Juan Michael uh, back Matters on this Matters of the heart, boy. man. Yeah, my, Juan Michael was, like, one of our first five guests. Back in the like, basement ever. days. Yeah. <laughs> what up, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> you would get along with Juan Michael, yeah, you bro. Would. I'd be like, you guys would fucking And he does jump. video, too. So, like, yeah. And tell him he could probably... Like, there's a link join on the, the website, crossesrad.com, <laughs> yep. and it asks if you want to join AV Club, and under it said, it's not a cult. So, just <laughs> type your email, whatever happens, happens after that. <laughs> and moving on to you, fellas, how about some new music? Uh, well, I know you said you don't listen to too much new music, but... I'm going I'm to play, I'm gonna play Juan Michael at the close of the show. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, let's close them I kind of only listen to people that I bump into in real life, mm-hmm. you know, like... That's what we can talk about. So you've got that. videos now with Sada, Babyface Ray, Jack Harlow. Kind of talk, maybe tell us about how like those how came, came to be. About. You know? 
man, this is me meeting people. It goes all back to the same. I mean, connections is just from dark you know. Myron. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so like I have like I'm horrible with like remembering people and knowing who's doing what and who's who. And I kind of like I'm a little earthy that way. I'm like hippie-ish, and I'm like, dog. I'm a regular. When person. we met, we talked for like. Four hours. <laughs> <laughs> and got faded. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I really, I meet people I'm like this. I like, I met, uh, oh my God, what's the dude, Exhibit A? Um, Jay Electronica. I met Jay Electronica at Fridays, drunk as hell. Really? <laughs> it's just really random. I don't know how my life works. What was what was he drinking? Oh, we yeah, man, he bought so much Hennessy for uh, me and everybody. Okay. <laughs> I was like, he struck me as a Hennessy guy. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Right. And then I dropped and cracked my phone, and my boy's trying to film me, and I'm like, eh. We don't need to film me. Like, Jay Alec is like an unofficial I, Detroiter. He's not I from Detroit, like, but we claim him. <laughs> I feel like he spends enough time here. Like working with you is like a rite of passage for artists. Like if you think about the people, because you haven't even mentioned half the people you've worked with. Yeah, man. Let's go. Like, go through the list. Run down I think you should talk your shit for a minute. Yeah, yeah man, this is like this is the perfect platform. Too. Like the I yellow agree. wall is like gold, and it might, maybe you have the Midas touch and you don't realize it. You feel me? Because talk about some people you fucked with, like you've worked with, like early in their careers. Sorry. Oh boy. <laughs> Sorry. You gotta crack, crack <laughs> in the knuckles. But this is my <laughs> dog. Like, like he got like you with me. We gotta talk your shit, kinda, bro. So okay, so go back going back to like the other wall is like, yeah, I may have friends that other people fan out about. And part of what my space was about was making everybody feel comfortable. Right. So like let's say I got a hundred thousand followers on Instagram and Every time I go out to a club, people are filming me on their phones, and I can't really have a good time. Mm-hmm. So I come over here to the other wall, and I know that we're not going to treat you like that. I'm not going to treat you like that. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. I really don't give a shit if you got 100K followers. Are you cool? Are you are you a hoe-ass motherfucker? If you're a hoe-ass motherfucker, <laughs> you're not going to be here, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know. Like I don't vibe with you. People don't vibe with you. If you're cool and you chill... Then everybody else here is cool and chill, and you can smoke your blunt and pass out on the couch and not get filmed on on your phone for Instagram. Yeah, it's a nice feeling for people. L- level security. Yeah, I mean, cause I mean, everybody's people. Like all these people are people, and I think if you just talk to him, like the way I make Jay Electronic, I just told him like I didn't know it was him. I was just walking by, and he said some shit. I'm like, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the conversation started. You know, like these are all they're all regular people that just do a little bit extra every day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right. Or they put a little extra work in the the studio. So, along with Jay Electronica, who else did you say you met? Like, just like a random setting. Who Who's the funniest person you met? (laughs) I mean, that's not Frost's rat. (laughs) (laughs) Frost's rat. Uh, I'm gonna say one. I, I was supposed to meet Zach Fox. Just oh right. my god! They both do. Oh. I should have went to that show. He was at the Bruiser Thanksgiving, yeah. and uh, we got there late. Uh, I mean, I kind of got here late, so, so you kind of see the people. Who <laughs> I threw was like, the Bruiser. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna push you in the show more and more. How did you get in? <laughs> I mean, I used to work with. I work with some Bruiser people. I mean, I fuck with Bruiser people. I fuck with, they're like super real Detroit motherfuckers, you mm-hmm. know, that love the artsy shit and style and fashion. So it's like, yeah, we vibe. I can vibe. And they get fucked up. 
So, you know. I've always respected <laughs> them. And Danny Brown, too, just because it's like he steps away from like that Detroit sound so much and kind of oh, does he, his well, own actually, shit. That's know, what I love about him. He leaned into the Detroit sound, honestly, because he fucking borrowed from techno a lot with his early well, yeah. sound. Well, like, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I'm, you know, I mean, like stun rap. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. No, yeah, I agree with you. And yeah. he definitely doesn't sound like any other Detroit yeah. rappers. That's for sure. I'm not even going to say he borrowed from techno. I'm just going to say techno was around. Influence, techno for sure. Te- yeah. yeah, techno, house, like that was definitely like a big like influence on the sound. You know Drummer B? Uh, I know the name. So Drummer B is one of his producers, or he used to produce for Bruce Brigade. So like, and Drummer B is an electronic techno producer. He travels all over Europe and everything. Mm-hmm. But that was one of Danny Brown's producers and all the Bruce Brigade back then. So like, I wouldn't even say it's borrowed. It's like, this is like when I was saying Detroit, the techno never died. It's like, it was always there. It's just like with the alternative artists like Danny Brown. Mm-hmm. Instead of going to Big Sean and Justin Bieber, you know. and you can right. tell which artists have like, and he just has an eclectic taste in music. Like, Triple X was ahead of his time, and I will always gonna, say that. Like, let that pass by. If that if that album came up, up, wait, what what are we talking about? He's talking about Big Sean. Just people you've worked with. Oh, like, oh, you work yeah. with Big Sean too? We're not gonna let that not fly. Talk your shit. Okay, so way back, way back, I used to shoot all the finally famous parties. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so like, uh, you know, like. Finally Famous used to be like 30, 40 people, man. Like, and they they would throw parties. I might be exaggerating a little bit. It might have been like 30, not 40. Okay. <laughs> but they would throw parties, and I used to shoot all this stuff. And, you know, I met everybody. Like, and this is like, I don't know who people care about because I've known people so long. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. But, like, uh, one, of the, one of the, I remember the night, the first time I talked to Earl was, he called me after Big Sean's. It was Big Sean. Earl Stevens, sweatshirt. Which Earl? No, 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 no. Early Mac. Early Mac. Early Mac. Okay. He called me from Full Sail in Florida, talking about how great the pictures were from this event, and it was like that was my first time meeting Big Sean, and it was Big Sean, Dusty McFly, and Shan. Oh shit! Yeah. 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 Oh man. That was a that was an era. That was a whole era, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Got to bring it up. See, but I don't, I don't, I, I don't look at it as, I just look at it as, I don't know. Yeah, it's dusty. I get what you mean, though. It's because, normal for so, you, but not for everybody else. You got to tell you, people your story. By the way, uh, Early Mac did drop a dope EP in 2015. God knows. I just had it on my radar. like popped he's up. But yeah. Yeah. Like, he's definitely underrated. But I get what you mean, though, on how you're talking about treating people just like normal people because we, we had an episode on here, so... We got invited out to a uh, bluegrass music festival for podcasts. We got a fucking part passes, and that's like out of my wheelhouse normally because I'm into like more into like Neil. Neil got invited. Well, kind of. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We got we got one broadcast, so I, I went out there representing for the team, and I don't know like bluegrass has their own you know huge fan base, right? right. So I'm seeing all these people perform, and we had backstage passes to be able to talk to all these artists. I don't know who any of these people are backstage. I just know that they're playing in, at some point throughout the day. So I'm just striping on conversations with everybody, talking to them like they're normal-ass people. And I was like the favorite person, the media guy back there, because everyone was like, this guy's just cool. He's just dogging to us. He's not like fucking grilling us with all these fucking interview questions and shit. And, like, and then I'd be like, oh, you're like a really big deal. Because then 10 minutes later, they're out on stage with a fucking gajillion people watching them. I'm like, this is crazy. Gang shit. <laughs> Gang like, shit. The thing that most people don't do is treat them like regular people. Mm-hmm. Like, and I saw it backstage too, because there'd be people like sitting down with their phone out with like the voice record on. <laughs> Can you tell me about this and that and that? And they're like literally like in between, like they're just trying to chill for five minutes, you know? Like, because <laughs> it's, it's like it's not a, a genuine interaction. It's like a job for them, and it's mm-hmm. like so you're really asking me questions so you can have monetary value, not because you value 
what I actually have to say and that we're making a human connection. Exactly. Oh, fuck you know, that, man. No, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> treat me, treat me special, man. Like we showed up, like we had a production meeting a couple days ago, and I live far as fuck, so I'm get there and I'm like 20 minutes late, but I'm cool with it because I'm like I'm the artist. I'm gonna walk in. They're all gonna be sitting there. They're gonna be ready to go. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be dope. So I, I, I sit in the car. I make sure I look cool. <laughs> I walk in the congregation. I, it's this long line. I'm like, I'm gonna even grab a coffee first. I get there. Then first of all, Seeger, he's in line two steps fr- in front of me. So he turns around. He's like, oh, Frost, where's the Coke? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's what this is going to be. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's right here, but it might have some fentanyl in it. And then it got real <laughs> fucking quiet. It got dark as fuck. It got dark as fuck. Um, now, Eric, you, that's, the the <laughs> that's the clip. That's the clip. The, the place they're meeting at is an old church turned into a coffee shop. It's an shop. old church. <laughs> so, then, so, then, so then he goes, no, that's cool. You got the hoes, too? And I'm like, no, they're buried in my backyard. And then now people are just staring at us. But in my mind, I'm pissed. I'm really pissed off because I'm like, he's not even sitting over at the table. So then I get my drink, and I go, and he's there. And then I sit down, and I'm like, okay. And then so Jesse's like, where's Myron? I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I should have drove around the block a few times. So then it was like, we've texted him. We've te- I was like, did you motherfuckers call him? And they're like, no. I'm like, are you fucking afraid to call Myron? So I call him, and he's like, on my way. <laughs> That's all he said. He's like, yeah, on my way. And he lives three minutes from the spot, which makes it even more worse. But the thing is, it was my moment. I'm the artist. I wanted to be like nice and late, just just so you would notice me more. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, and he took that from me. Uh, <laughs> my late was far less planned out. His, his, yellow, his yellow wall of glory hole, like that's the next thing. The yellow wall oh, God, glory no. hole, bro. I'm, I'm trying to do a nonprofit. <laughs> let it be free. You're saying a, a nonprofit glory Wait, hole? Could there, could there be a glory hole NFT? <laughs> Dog. A virtual glory hole? No, but oh, jo- <laughs> I'm just talking shit, man. I'm just making jokes. I'm making jokes. <laughs> this shit went off the rails real quick. They're gonna tackle quick. me soon. Remember we said I get tackled. I'm gonna get tackled soon if you don't play some more. Music. This is exactly what I have knew was gonna happen when we had Frost in here. I love it. Like the worst part is like when you hear like really bad ideas and you're like. <laughs> a nonprofit glory hole would work. That sounds, that sounds terrible. Let's do it. We could do Let's a go. If we did a GoFundMe for a nonprofit glory hole, where would that lead us? What you do? It does it like accept donations. Like, yes, we could get some racks. But speaking Put it of on Twitch. all jokes aside. All jokes aside, since we're speaking oh, of like they just work for tips. Stuff, like, oh, yeah, I, like, I got to plug one. something real quick. Go guys. for it, please. So look, my wife wrote a book. It's oh, called um, Through My Eyes. It's on writtenandpoetry.com. And it just it talks about things from her life. And it's like a motivational book. It gives like a different perspective, uh, perspective of like a child's perspective to like their parents and through life in itself. But there's one part in the book where she mentions like this shelter that's literally it was like on Michigan Avenue. And it might not be on Michigan Avenue because we've been drunk drinking, but it's downtown. <laughs> yeah. So what we're doing is we're doing a fundraiser for Christmas where we're trying to raise money and donations. Like the donation could be um, toiletries, clothes, um, 
like baby clothes, things for like the women at the women's shelter. Because there's like a lot of babies that are born and they live in the shelter. How with can the people moms. donate? Um, we're going to create a link. Um, I'm going to post it, of course, all over my social media, Frost is Rad. And it will be a direct link on writtenandpoetry.com. But we're just trying to raise awareness for like, because like women, when they're like battered, they go there when they're just in trouble or when they just need help. Mm -hmm. And it was like, a, it played a big part in her life when she was growing up as a teenager. So what we want to do is we want to give back to them. That's awesome. Because she came out of it and she really just kind of did the whole turn a negative situation into a great situation. Like she made it through. And we want to we want to do that. And um, I was also thinking, Myron, like, because, you know, you're the head of uh, fucking visuals of baby club and shit. Like, we could take one of those girls, maybe do, like, a photo shoot for them. Because I heard one of them was, like, interested in, like, writing a book like my mm -hmm. wife did. Okay. And maybe we can make her, like, a press kit. Just off the love. I think that would be awesome. I mean, I like, that's. That's how I, I got sucked into the nonprofit type stuff. I like doing stuff for people that, I love that. would appreciate yeah. it. I love that. And maybe you guys could interview her yeah. or some shit like that. We could really just like make it a reality for a kid or something. I think that would be incredible. Like the whole run, like photos, media. My wife teaches her how to write and get a book produced and printed and all that cool stuff. And then you guys do like a little interview. I think Odyssey's got a line. He goes, "I want to make a, I want to make a nonprofit, but I also want to make nonstop profit." <laughs> I feel that. Sorry. Back to the. I mean, they, no, I'm just like how that dynamic switch from like nonprofit glory hole to like on your Yeah, that just was a lot of like emotions at once. The juxtaposition of Frost like, and Red. I mean, when, when you're not when you're not a cult leader, you have when to be not. able to sway the vibrations and the emotions. You have to be able to like we were direct the ceremonies properly. Like, fam, was, we literally wholesome, just though. had that conversation like, not even two minutes ago, and yeah. then it just went. We went from X-rated to wholesome. I had to wrangle it in some way. I was running out of breath laughing so fucking hard about the glory hole. <laughs> Which also Jeez. reminds me that Always Sunny in Philadelphia is back. They had an episode about glory hole, funniest shit ever. But they got two new episodes out. Uh, the first two episodes of the new season just dropped. So. And New South Park, baby. Oh, my God. Okay. Post-COVID special. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. If I wasn't married, this is the answer. Uh -oh. On the count of three, would you do a glory hole? Yes or no? <laughs> no? On the count of three. Everyone has to do it. No. On the count of three. On the count of three. One, two, three. No. Yes. Right. So here's, here's why. Because it would be a dude on the other side. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, if you can see the other side of the glory hole. All right. Would so you take we didn't, your girl? We didn't make rules. Like, I could put my wife on the glory hole. Like, I could take her with me. You can choose. Myron can cut a hole in the other Would you, would you, would you like, take your girl to a glory hole Not only, I couldn't do it, one. And you were doing, like, some weird little One, I wouldn't do it for sanitary issues. Two, my girl's literally looking at me right now <laughs> that. so I can't say that if I wanted to <laughs> boss up dog she's cool e man says F-I-F fifth uh, <laughs> the fifth technical foul technical foul yeah, everybody was supposed to say yes like y'all left me hanging I'ma get home my wife's gonna hear this shit she's gonna be like so you wanna do a glory hole I was like I said with you baby you did, you did flip it you did, I got you did this hacksaw you do your you, can you make a glory hole? <laughs> Frost makes one at home. I do. I would do a milking table, to be honest. <laughs> like, I really resonate with Dave. I have an Oculus VR, too, now. So. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh man, that's yeah. hilarious. I'm definitely doing milking table though. <laughs> I mean, it could double as a beer pong table if you think about it. If you cut like enough holes, my that's wife just goes That's unsanitary. Laying on the table. Well, having said that, and to wrangle this back in, before okay. we get out of here tonight, oh, is there anything you fellas would like to plug, share, before we take a step out of here? And did we miss anything? Any important details? Oh, man, there's more story, but no, I just got wait for the book, right? <sighs> yeah. He, oh, so yeah. You, yeah, you have tell to tell us about him, that. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> it is a process. That's mm-hmm. one thing. Like, like uh, going through years of photos to try to make, like, because you're like, ah, oh, but this one, yeah, but this one. So... But I think that in order for me to tell a real story, I gotta, I gotta, I've been planning the book for a long time, but I'm probably at the point where I'm actually gonna do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and this is the Yellow Wall book. If you didn't understand, it's the bo- yellow. Is it a title for it? Working, or it's a, a whip. Working title. Whip in progress. <laughs> work in progress. <laughs> I'm excited for it because I got a couple pictures in the Yellow Wall. Ooh, nice. You feel me? Like it was way yeah. back in the day. Way back. I look the same, but. We got it. Because I really didn't care about <laughs> history. Like, the same way I was talking about uh, Warhol and whatnot. And, like, I, I knew what was going on in the city. You know, like, I was very, it was very apparent to me. But, I, I mean, I, I like to st- I, I study, I observe. Mm-hmm. And emotions and, like, getting stuff out of people. That was what it was all about and making people happy. And then the events, you know, like, we, we had the underground stuff that we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. you know. And just watching how the underground has blossomed from then till now. It's kind of what makes the beauty of the book because pictures mean more over time. Agreed. Like it's all about time. It really is too. There's a, a Instagram handle that I follow called uh, I think it's called Detroit Historic or Historic Detroit, one of the two. Um, where all they do is post photos from like, you know, early 1900s shit, and you're just like, wow, it's just cool to like see what the, what the style you, was like, outfits people were wearing. Did you like see that. the yeah. the Detroit hip hop? Like, <laughs> you know, you see the Detroit hip hop book that got released. Like I know Royce was on the cover yeah, of it and stuff like that. that. It was like the history of like Detroit hip hop and everything like that. Like. So I'm like, I think I was at Shinola and I saw like that type of style. Was I think cool, it's so. Jenny Richer. Or, or, I'm trying to remember her name. It was a lady. I forgot who did it. I was like, Is it the same one that had the gallery at the DIA? Oh yeah, the deciphered. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh, so. it is. Yeah. Okay. That's I cool. So. I saw that. Okay. Um, but how about book. how about for social media purposes? Where can people find you? Um, what's the handle? I guess I'll be public. Even <laughs> I, 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 I like really hide, man. Like, like, I feel hold. you. Like I know my friends. Like I got friends Sasuke. that have check marks with like two thousand followers, and they just hide on purpose. Like it's like, yeah, I got access, but I don't. It's a job, man. Mm-hmm. Like running social media is a it job. It sure, yeah. certainly is. Yeah, 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 <laughs> That's is. a fact. My ultimate goal is to delete all my social media and just have YouTube. I would literally I just delegate. It, like once we get to a certain level, I just want to delegate the shit. Like, it, cause me it's stressful. too. Yeah, it <laughs> it's the worst. I'm it's annoying. The matrix eventually. So. Yep. I mean, I might change. I, and Not I change my name a lot. So it's like, you can look at the yellow wall page. The dot yellow dot wall. Okay. Then I have a secret one that's. The yellow wall, T H E E yellow wall. Ah. I got like I like seven fences. <laughs> You're like Kevin Durant over here. <laughs> <laughs> but right now I'm trying to be the personable got, person. Got the burners going. <laughs> yeah, no. but it's like it's all about branding. Is like, one of them mm-hmm. the yellow wall glory hole? Is, is it was this like a whole thing that like I gotta make that one. <laughs> it's T Y W G H. 
<laughs> on Twitch. <laughs> on Twitch. <laughs> on Discord. You come to our Discord. Cameras live 24 Patreon. Oh, <laughs> by the way, speaking of social media, since you guys probably all know that I've been listening to the podcast. He's back. My, my shit was hacked He's about a back. month ago, but I've You got had one of the Bitcoin guys? Bro, it's so oh, annoying. And it's, you hit me up still, telling me you knew all the latest on Bitcoin and shit. And it's still live. <laughs> the account is still active. And I can't get Instagram to shut it down. Like, And I just had to make a new one, so I just had to accept that that shit is gone now. So if you want to follow me, Again, it is Neil B B P O V underscore. Quick um, hack. All right, I'm gonna do some Make a Facebook outs. business page with the same email. Uh huh. Then you can talk to Facebook customer support, which is also Instagram support, and you can get in contact a lot faster. Oh, this is actually pay attention right to the well, business. Well, that makes sense. Ooh. Fuck. Let me try. Actually, you know what? I really don't care about my old one. Well, anymore. Neil, guess what? Well, Neil, you know what? Just for you, real quick. Just for you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey. All right, let me do my shout outs. Let me, let me get my shit off when we're done with this shit. You feel me? You feel me? You feel me? <laughs> All right, look, I want to shout out my niggas. You know what I'm saying? AV Club, you know, we already said we wasn't a cult, but fuck that. We whatever we want to be. You feel me? Shout out to Mondo, for AKA Mondo. Shout out to Antonio. The Twin Dragons, a.k.a. Double Dragons. Shout out to VA. I, I don't hardly ever see you, but what up, nigga? I'll see you every Saturday for the video shoot. Shout out to Jesse. Shout out to Seeger. Shout out to Reggie. Shout out to Myron, who's right next to me, nigga. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> Fast Cash. Boy, yo, we still tipping. 40 cal, what up? You feel I'm me? I'm a double down on that shout out you to Mondo, me? by the way, bro. Mondo, yeah, I plugged Mondo, you, right? Mondo plug, yeah, yeah that's right. Frost that's plug me guy. with a dope engineer, man. Shout out to Mondo. Engineer slash guitar guy. Guitar guy, that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I broke character, my man. But anyway, um, I know you wanted to end the song, like the show with a song, man, but I feel like you should end the song playing the band whole. Because we talked a lot about Glory playing, we should, No, we should. Oh, I was going to say play one of your songs. Mm. Because we could. you're here, and why not play one of your songs? Because I actually listen I to it. You know, I'm modest. Music. I'm modest. Yeah. A little, little, little biased here, but let's do it. <laughs> I, picked, I picked Hole. I didn't pick myself. Right. <laughs> do you like Hole? I feel like you like Hole. Hole, like the band the Hole band. with Courtney Love and shit? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I know too much of Hole, but I always liked a couple of the songs that were popular in the 90s. What song? You get the I'm, I'm about oh, to. You know, I'm about to right. some Frost's Rad, bro. I already got you queued up now. Oh. Do Night Con Fuji, because that's my favorite one. Night Con Fuji? Nah. Or, or we could do some I, songs I want to be I remember that one whole song that's I go away me. Oh, I wrote. Ban it, ban it, ban it. Yeah, I wanna, wanna be. You don't like those? <laughs> you said what? You don't like either one of them? No, I got both of them queued up. No, I was going to say, sometimes I want to be alone. I do like Rose's Freestyle, I had queued up. Night Con Fuji, I think we played already before, though. Okay. That's the only reason. Okay. Well, the video we're about to shoot is Sometimes I Want to Be Alone. All right, let's get it. Fuck yeah. All right. Peace, everybody. Peace, everybody. I love you guys. Love you too, love man. Love you too, man. Thank you. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm Frost's Ride. This is AD <laughs> Club. It's not a cult. <laughs> it's not a cult. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to be alone. 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 Sometimes I just want to
summer. 